Yo, what is up? It is Tuesday, March 29th. No crisis can win. It's a good day to make some trouble. We're talking about the metaverse. We're talking about chip, billion chip. We're talking about this Twitter guy. Um, and we're talking about uh, service experience I want to talk about. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I Oh, the Tuesday. It's a good day to You've had this. You've had the service experience thing, I think, on the podcast like eight times now. No, well, it's, I mean, here's, here's the... High, but. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a Kyle Mounts here quote out right now. Here's the problem. <laughs> here's the thing. Kyle's like, here's the problem. <laughs> well, the problem is it's still going on. <laughs> oh, man. But, well, look, okay, so I was a service writer, and so I understand what's happening. So, But I've been really taught there's a, a dichotomy in service experiences I have. I have uh, a 2018 Navigator, and I have a 2020 Kia Telluride. And I will tell you that the Lincoln service experience <sighs> makes me book service so much more because I can just schedule it on the app, right? And it actually transfers. Kia, I, I literally, my screens don't work sometimes. Like 20% of the time my screens, and guess and what? And you still don't want to serve. I still haven't booked service because I call the place <laughs> and I get put in a queue and then I talk to someone who doesn't know about Kias at all and they're like, we'll service you and they're putting me in a big block of time and it's just like, it's just annoying. It's just annoying. Not to mention the Lincoln service has concierge, so they will pick it up. And so I'm like, just do it. I literally, I was like, when's the oil change due? They're like, you're not due yet. I'm like, I'm doing like a thousand miles. I was like, just do it now, right? I'm, I'm yes. like speeding up my service cycle because it's so easy. Look, I would too. I'm serious. If you came, if you called me and said, you're due, will you want me to pick up your car today, tomorrow, or the next day? I would be like, I don't care. I sit in this desk all day, every day. Right. So just- the key, I'm going to put the key in a little lockbox. You guys figure it out. Bring it back. Make sure it's here by the time I need to leave. Oh, there, so right? good. So <laughs> I, went, I went home to pick up mine last night because I was like, oh, I'll just bring the loaner back to you because it just worked out better that way. I get there. Yeah. I needed a running board lubed. It wasn't. And then I realized the tires I got swapped over, the summer tires, weren't my tires. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, hey, uh, these aren't my tires. <laughs> and I just bought them last no. year. Like, they were freaking expensive. Like 22-inch yeah. Navigator tires. I was like, I didn't factor this into the budget. <laughs> right. Right. So, All right. For, wait. For those that – because I, I live in the South, I just need everyone to know that's, <laughs> uh, that's Southern-born, <laughs> that lives in California. I didn't know this for years and years and years. But we these crazy people up north, they do this thing called switch – they switch tires twice a <laughs> tires year. Swap. They put summer tires and winter tires. It's nuts. They got storage facilities the whole night. It's a whole nother business model for all these northern dealers Which, that southern dealers couldn't even dream of. Yes. And if you're – yeah, you, you should be jealous because it's like – it's not twice the tires though. Like people are like, that's twice the tires. Like not really because if you drive a car 50,000 miles before you let it go – Right, you're still right. kind of the same level of tire wear. There's more tires than usual. Did you know that in Canada, it is the law that you put snow tires on? You're getting really, yeah. We'll get Michael Cirillo on here to verify that. But it is verifiably if you're driving wow. after a certain date with all seasons on, you're getting a ticket. No way. Yes, that's. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, they don't need a whole issue. bunch of accidents up in here. It's a safety issue. Yeah. All right, all right. No, <laughs> the service Next. experience. <laughs> um, hey, check out if you haven't check out the Instagram and the TikTok. And uh, the Facebook feeds, because we're posting a lot more to social media and LinkedIn. Actually, we have a great LinkedIn group. Uh, search it, a Sodu on LinkedIn. Um, but uh, people are starting to post pictures of the swag they're getting, which is so much fun. Um, you know, they post, we got some hats 
and some mugs and uh, people. We got we got the we got the troublemakers uh, really stacking up in the mornings and uh, starting to post. Oh, Jared, looking good, man. There you go. That's goes. a nice Look hat. At that. Look at that cap. It's a nice, so it's a nice goatee too. He's got it going on, and that's a serious troublemaking face. I must say, it's a troublemaking face <laughs> if I've ever seen one. Um, also, hey, if you're on the email list, sodu.com, if you're not, um, we're just having so much fun producing this email. Um, and we have an amazing group of uh, sponsors and partners who are helping us make that possible for you, helping us bring on some great people uh, to, to help make the content better and richer. So if you're on there, show them some love. We have a really great healthcare company today. Yes, a healthcare company making it cheaper yeah. and better to get dealers. So check it out on the email today. And um, yeah, we got, we got some fun news today. You know what? This know is what, what I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to preface this. I'm just going to throw this out there. Said, I'm gonna preface if you this. are on the email list and you have the capacity to refer others to that, I highly recommend that in the next three days, you do that. <laughs> there may be an email I, that you're going to want to really I just, read on Friday. I need you to know <laughs> that in the next three days, the quality of the referral that you will receive back in 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 thanks street from cred. all of your friends yes and street cred is <laughs> like exponentially higher than it has been in the last 2 months since we started that program so tell all the people is what i'm trying to and tell. once you get a couple referrals you do get free swag like stickers and this is man i didn't i'm surprised i like this pin so much this is an awesome pin. <laughs> always wearing that well, thing. Well, yeah. you know why? Because now I can just wear it like a dark gray hoodie and I slap the pin on and I feel like I'm I'm dressed up. <laughs> you all classed up? I'm dressed up and ready up. for work. It's my, it's my business clothes right now. It's my business clothes. Yes. All right, let's yes. talk about some news. Uh, a bill passed the Senate yesterday to um, move to the House to get voted on or probably worked out in the details, but $52 billion of stimulus in order to increase chip production in the United States. So um, I didn't know these percentages, automotive news story this morning. Um, so in 2020, remember 2020? I do. Our producer, Isaac, Isaac, pop in here for a second. Can you? I don't know if he's going to or not. He's He better be paying attention. There he is. No, pop into the stream. This is Isaac. There he is. Kyle, what year do you, what, what year do you think Isaac was born? Oh, no. This is dangerous. Is yeah, he, come, on, did, come on, Kyle. Come on. Were you born after I graduated high school or before? So are you 2000? Let's see. I'm going to go 2000. It was after I graduated high school. We'll, we'll start there. <laughs> well, we know that. <laughs> Sorry. Yikes. 2003. 03? How, how old do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't call me old like so, that. Okay. Oh, let's, my God. Let's no, just I, say this. I'm, two, I'm 2000. Exactly 2000. 21. You're 2000s. Okay. So, yeah. so do you remember? Paul, hold on. In the year 2000. Do you remember this from Jimmy Fallon? Yes. It's the greatest the greatest sketch of all time. I haven't heard the, the word 2000 in a long time. and just got to throw but, it out but, there. But that's it. Isaac, glad you were around for that. So in the year 2000, when Isaac was born, the U.S. production of chips accounted for 40% of the global supply. 4-0. This last year, this current wow. year, 12%. And guess what? Our reliance on really? chips is exponentially higher so um the point of this bill is to incentivize companies to increase chip production right we have grants and we have stimulus money um and you know so that passed through the house it was more of a procedural vote to get it to deliberations in congress but um you know you have people i'm 
it seems like a lot less people on the side that want to hold it up. And the people that do want to hold it up have like qualms with it because there's, you know, some environmental issues wrapped up in there. And, you know, uh, yeah, they, they always wrap. I mean, $52 billion, you got to wrap a few fun things in there. 52. Right? And so yeah. Like, and, this, and, this, and 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 this, right? Maybe they'll yes. miss it. Maybe they'll miss it when they're reading the 20,000 page document or whatever. And, uh, right. the, our friend, the independence, uh, Senator from Vermont, Mr. Bernie Sanders says, um, he says uh, that, wait, I got to quote him. The financial gains made by these companies must be shared with the American people, not just wealthy shareholders. Right? So that's, that's my best Bernie Sanders. Is it pretty good? <laughs> that was real good. All you needed was some mittens. <laughs> right? We'll get, we'll get that. This is social media fun right now. But, but I got to agree with him. Hey, if we, yeah. capitalism is a great thing, right? Well, obviously, we Absolutely. believe this. But- I really liked it when, you know, when the U.S. bailed out the automakers and we're like, hey, when you come back, we're going to make a little bit on this. Right? There should be a right. return because that's capitalism. So I don't know if Bernie understands what he's doing right now, but actually that's a very capitalistic statement to make. It absolutely is. <laughs> if it's there's great. profits, they should be distributed amongst the people who invested in the company. So, um yeah, so I don't know. I'm excited about chip production. In Syracuse, they're building a new chip production facility. I, they're probably building 20 of them near you, I guess. Absolutely. Look, they're building so much stuff in Nashville, it's it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, Oracle is coming in here, so you know they're going to be producing something, right? Oh, yeah. They've got this massive land grab, and you know they're a big data company, but when you got data, you got to have technology or hardware around it. So, yeah, I, I'm excited about the – I mean – the the U.S. should own more of the manufacturing, in my opinion, and and it just it 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 allows us to be more nimble in times of duress, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about we're looking at that. We had an article actually in the in the um, newsletter this morning about the, the oil dependency and uh, actually how U.S. oil provides a lot more uh, across overseas than than it has in the past, and we're pressing even more into that, right? So not just being an import country, but an export country. And, and when we're talking about chips, chip production, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a timely, timely message. Yeah. And I think we have, a, I think we have a, a great opportunity in the U.S. Um, the more independent we are, like when, this whole Russia-Ukraine thing, a lot of people are saying, hey, like the global economy is not going back to where we thought we were just on the verge of, right? We thought we were on no. the verge of like this whole global economy. It's obvious right now that that's not going to work. And so I, I do think the responsibility by which the U.S. typically goes be about manufacturing and even oil exploration and all this stuff. Like, the oil's got to come from somewhere, and I'm pretty confident the way we're going to do it here in this country is probably a lot more responsible than where it's done in most other places. So I, I think it's a good thing. I think everybody yeah. can win. Um, hey, so did you ever read the book by, oh, I can't remember what it's called now, the book by the Disney CEO, Robert Iger? Oh, what is it called? No, it's, I haven't. Strangely enough. I think it's, Hold on. Sit, it's sitting around here somewhere. I haven't read someone, it. Someone find it in his office. But there I own, go. But I own it. <laughs> but I own it. That's great. Um, I actually read the first like two chapters. But either way, uh, so Robert Iger ran Disney from 2005 to 2020, um, did a lot of amazing things. He really kind of modernized the business. He brought it into um, the, the modern media production and distribution world with like streaming and all that stuff. Um, and he yeah. has made his first move that he's made since leaving the company a couple of years ago, investing in and sitting on the board of a company called Genies, who allows and creates tools to help people like make stuff like swag and upfit avatars in the metaverse. There it oh. is, the ride of a lifetime. 
there's a great story about there when he is. first takes the position and he goes to, you know, uh, like they take him into this, you know, hotel area and they give him and his wife a break. And the room is just like full of like Disney stuffed animals. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. and, and he and his wife were like, uh, okay, this is our life now. Right. And they're like, we didn't know what to do with all this stuff. So we just left it. <laughs> like, like I have a hard enough time, like getting something home from a trade show. You know? Oh yeah. No, it's not possible. Yeah. That's why we give away gift cards these days. That, yes, that's exactly. It. So, um, yeah. So this company is a hundred percent focused on like in, increasing or like enriching the metaverse experience. Right. Like you you can make hats, you can make clothes, you can interact with other people. And he says, um, quote, imagine, you know, letting someone buy a Mickey Mouse avatar and then customizing it in a way that we would never allow it before. Right. Like Disney's got the lock on the IP. He said Ah. also it'd be kind of hard to do in the real world. So not just Disney stuff, but any stuff like it's a world of personalization. And my question is, like, can we make some of Soto flat brims? as soon as possible. <laughs> Let's get on that. I was actually thinking about that this morning. I was like, man, we really need to do a swag line in the metaverse. And I think I think it would pop. I think it would be more than just automotive. And it'd be really cool to see what, uh, like how people attach to the troublemaking theme. For yeah, sure. Because a- I think, I think actually... I've had this conversation with a couple of people when when they see the like the no crisis can win or the pushback shirt, right? I'm all swagged up today, right? Oh, hold on a but, minute. Hold uh, on a minute. Liza says I need to get my referral gear ordering today. <laughs> Liza, I know we Liza, see. Liza's got all the is referrals. Is she in first place right now? Is Liza She's in first, in first place? place? Because we were just she bragging on, on you being in first place to to Patrick Abad last week. Um, we have a couple people that are close, but Liza took the cake. Um Order the referral gear. You're getting extra stuff anyway. There's something about being an investor. Um, so I don't know if you're going to see that comment because we're a little delayed here. Okay, so I'm sorry. I digress. I just had to acknowledge that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I you know, you, you just think about like the all, all the swag is when I talk to people and when they're like, what is that no crisis and when what is that pushback and I describe it and they're like, oh, we feel that way in our industry too, yeah. right? I mean, we talked about yesterday how taxis and um streaming and all this type of stuff every industry is dealing with this modernization of the industry and how to approach it how to attack it how to be energized by it and it's a theme that i think businesses in general carry so i'm excited to see what we do with i am too isaac throw the picture up uh that brian kramer sent us this morning so i don't know if that's brian kramer's avatar um but but he got it wrong (laughs) if it is um because Brian Kramer's muscles are way bigger than that, but that dude would way look bigger. awesome rocking in a Sodu hat right now. And I don't know if you've seen the back Kramerica Industries. This may or may not be uh, somewhere in the metaverse that may or may not somehow be uh, a, a part of Brian Kramer's life. But uh, okay, we get enough of the picture. It's too secret. It's too secret. We can't talk about Kramerica Industries. We can't. We just can't talk about it. Um, yeah. The, the, you, look, you have to realize this. For people like us and people like the troublemakers and the investors that enjoy like just exploring the space of life and business, there's always something going wrong that we don't know about. <laughs> I know there's always. You know what I I I I was watching um, a video from Gary V yesterday. And I sent this to you, and the, someone asked him the question like, "Do you have too many irons in the fire? Is there too much going on? Are you paying attention to too much?" Right? He's on like 18 boards, has seven companies. He's doing NFTs in the metaverse. Is building brands with NFTs. Has a wine business. Has a side wine business. Right? All of this type of stuff, and it's just because he's interested. And I think that's the nature of 
about troublemaking is you're just interested mm. in finding out all of the cool ways to interact and engage with the world. And so whether it be businesses or speaking events or opportunities to look at things in a new way, like we're just, we're just interested. We're intrigued at the way the world operates. And that's just, that's just by nature who we are. Um, and I think a lot of the people in the Asota community are that same without way. a doubt. I think there are just a lot of dealers and a lot of tech partners that are the same way. Absolutely. Right. Even though yeah. like the auto retail auto dealer world is the space we play in. There are so many places to go from there. So many places because yes. cars touch every part of life that we have here in the States. There it is. Every, every single there part. It is. I love Gary's opening line. I'm going to cut the expl expletives out, but he said, I'm the most unfocused, focused expletive that you've ever met. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it looks unfocused, but actually it's really focused and the highway is going in the same direction. Uh, we only have, uh, yeah, we're already over time. So uh, we do have one other thing that we want to mention. So there is this guy on Twitter at car dealership guides linked up in the comments and he's just tearing it up. It is a dealer operator. Someone's been in the industry and he's just like sharing all the knowledge, very polarizing amongst the dealer community. Some people like him, Extreme. some people hate him. You know, people are like, is this a real guy? What, what's actually going on? And when he gave this tip, I knew he was legit. He said, this is the best way to get a car fob, a replacement car fob. Call your local <laughs> dealership and have them refer their car fob vendor to you. <laughs> save 50%. Save 50%, right? That's like, that guy actually is in the dealership every day, he, right? He knows, he knows the stuff. He knows yeah. the secrets. And coming from like that reconditioning vendor background, I was like, all right, yeah, I see you. I see you. <laughs> and so, oh, somebody thinks there's an architect. Oh, yeah, there is, Rick. Um, and so this guy's tearing it up. Check him out, a car dealership guy. I'm not saying that this account is run by us. I'm just saying that we've never been seen in the same place at the same time. There we go. <laughs> no, same, same logic applies for Batman. I'm not saying I'm <laughs> Batman, Kyle. I'm just saying but you've never, never seen been. he and I in the same place at the same time. <laughs> Oh, but either way, look, you know why I like him? Because he's a troublemaker. He's a troublemaker. That's right, he is. You're never going to agree with a troublemaker. Up. Look, some of our investors are polarizing people, not Liza. Yes. Everybody loves Liza. Some, sometimes we're polarizing, but sometimes, that's okay. Absolutely. And that's, and that's kind of the element of the community of troublemakers, right? We make trouble together. We're not always going to get it right. We're not always going to agree, but we are going to agree on one thing. That when dealers band together, no crisis can win. So whatever you're doing today, go make some trouble, care for other people, and let's have a little fun too.